0: It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to The James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your
1: Life, and I'm James Cooley, and wow, Wednesday.
2: Woo-hoo! Wow! <laughs>
1: Hey, No, man, I tell you, this has been a fast-paced week. It's hump day, and I'm kind of feeling it, man. I got that mid-week slump. I don't know if that ever happened to you.
3: Oh, sometimes it is a mile a minute. I've actually been dealing with some stuff outside of uh, my, my radio gig that is just like, it's been flying by, but I'm
1: exhausted. Man, I'm exhausted. Uh, Chuck told me earlier that he is exhausted. I, I know Fallon; she's on East Coast time. I mean, and she she's been working all day. She's probably exhausted. PJ looked like he just woke up.
2: I mean, so yeah.
3: gotta lift you know? each other up and do a great show,
1: man. You know, it's going to be a great show, man. We uh, we got a fantastic show coming to our listening audience tonight. We got two other prize Pride of Georgia Tech, the rambling wrecks of Georgia Tech. And I tell you, they're going to bring it. So listen audience, uh, you can call in and join in on the fun 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's one 888 I tell you, these two are energetic and they are doing a whole lot of things. So I believe that you need to grab you two. Three, four bags of popcorn because they're going to bring it. They, they are going to bring it. We got Fallon Stokes, which is uh, a cousin of, of Michelle. I mean, uh, all American basketball player, all everything, uh, talk show host, uh, uh,
4: uh, sports broadcaster. sports sports
1: broadcast attorney. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, just just name it. She's that. I mean, all that and, and 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 a bag of popcorn and tuna fish and all that type of stuff. And we got P.J. Daniels, which call, I call him Chris P.J. Daniels. Uh, I tell you, this 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 man right here is doing a whole lot of things. had taught me a lot over the last year or so, especially when it comes to meditating and kind of getting back in touch with yourself. I mean, and just being calm, you know. So uh, they are going to bring it. They're going to bring it. And, you know, I tell you, before we start, I got my co host here, Michelle Cooley. How are you doing today?
4: I'm doing. Happy Hump Day to you, Chuck.
1: Hump too. Day, Hump Day. And we got Chuck Trinoni, the guest contributor. How are you doing today, Chuck?
2: I'm doing as best I can on Hump Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, silent, how are you doing? How are you doing there?
3: Ah, I'm doing excellent Hopefully this rain doesn't stop this show um, In Atlanta But it's not going to stop it We going tonight So I'm up and ready
1: Uh, We are going to do it and, And PJ What about you my friend? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm happy,
5: um, and I'm excited about this. I already know this is a James Cooley show, so it's time for me to get real cool and bring it, baby. <laughs> well, you know, we do it big,
1: or we don't do it at all. And everything is about dreaming big, thinking big, and being big. So I mm. tell you, we are excited about this, and uh, I'm excited to have all right. you guys on tonight. So I'm, I'm ready to get started. Tell, can you tell our listening audience the purpose of the show tonight?
2: Sure. The purpose of tonight's show is to hear from these two former Georgia Tech athletes and alums on how education and athletics at this excellent school has opened doors in their lives, what propels them to strive for excellence and share their successes with others, and the importance of talking to talk and practicing meditation and mindfulness.
1: Wow. And uh, he, notice he mentions talk. That talk. Talk.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that, that's the that's the name of a uh, Fallon show And she's going to tell us a little bit about that one later And, and mine for thinking that's, that's, that's PJ You know, I mean You done seen PJ on the show a couple of times already But Cheryl, can you introduce our first guest? I can't wait to get started
4: Yes, yes, yeah, she's an amazing woman Fallon Stokes Fallon Stokes is a dynamic and passionate Criminal defense attorney Broadcast analyst for Georgia Tech Women's basketball and ACC Network, contributing legal analyst for Court TV and host of the podcast Talk That Talk with Fallon Stokes. A native of Atlanta, Georgia, Fallon is a former fierce and competitive collegiate student athlete who believes college athletics built the foundation for her success as a criminal defense attorney and analyst. During Fallon's time at Georgia Check... She was a four-year starter for the women's basketball team and received all ACC honors during her collegiate career. Post-college career, Fallon attended Georgia State University and received a master's degree in sports administration. After her tenure at Georgia State, she continued her education and received a Juris Doctor from John Marshall Law School in Atlanta, Georgia in 2012. Fallon has been a practicing attorney since 2013, specializing in criminal defense. As a defense attorney, Fallon is a fighter for justice and has witnessed examples of authentic, systematic inequality in the criminal justice system. She is an advocate for change and social justice reform and is very passionate about seeking justice and helping the ill-served in the community. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life proudly presents Fallon Stokes. Welcome to the
1: show, hey, Fallon.
4: Hey.
3: <laughs> oh, Thank you for having me, man. Oh. I love how you read that. Bio, Michelle. I'm gonna put you <laughs> on my shoulder when I go, play. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: hey, hey, Fallon. Can you can you tell our listeners audience a little bit about uh, you and your background and where you grew up in?
3: Um, yeah, sure. Well, I'm, I'm born and raised from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you know, I'm still based here in Atlanta. This is home. I don't see myself leaving here anytime soon. But you know, my foundation comes from my parents. Um, you know, God being really fully focused, a good family dynamic, and um, just raising me. And as a kid, I was always an athlete, wanting to play any sport available. I was a tomboy. If it was any sport, I was going to try it, and I was going to be the best at it. And that was my whole mentality until I really got focused into basketball um, in middle school and got more serious focused more so on basketball and track and realized at a young age that I had an opportunity to get a scholarship if I just continued to work hard and pursue this dream of playing at the collegiate level. And it worked out for me. Um, ended up attending Georgia Tech, um, had a great career at Tech, enjoyed my time, met some cool people, great people like PJ, the print, and um, just built some great relationships and I always go back to Georgia Tech because it was that transition between childhood and then going into adulthood. And it taught me a lot. Just with my experiences, whether it was through academic, athletics, um, but it just put me on this journey where I eventually became an attorney. That was the dream I've, I've had since I was a kid. And didn't know this circle of life where I would start in this realm of criminal defense. I had to... Um, I, I was really aspiring to become a, a sports agent, a female sports agent at that. And when I realized that that was the direction that God placed me in or where I needed to go um, and criminal defense was more so my setting, I just fell in love with it. And I've enjoyed it ever since. I've been practicing. And that's pretty much my journey. Um, in the meantime, with COVID nineteen going on, I, I felt the need to aspire, or not aspire, but just venture into some different avenues. And I started a podcast and it's Talk That Talk with Fallon Stokes. Um, I've been broadcasting for Georgia Tech women's basketball, whether it was radio or television through ACC Network for the last six years, so it just seems to go hand in hand to just continue to try and go in the broadcast angle. It's a great release from the criminal defense and the stress I deal with on a day day in, day out basis, um, and it's fun. I love it. So that's pretty much just some background and just trying to sum it up without trying to talk too much but I'm, I'm open to anything you know whatever your viewers or listeners want to, say, want to hear I'm, I'm open to talk about it
1: you know uh you had a a a great career at Georgia Tech and you learned a lot uh, so did you have a sports role model when you was coming up
3: oh of course I had a few um Michael Jordan was number one I remember, you know, watching the likes of Bo Jackson doing amazing things. Um, And it was outside the box. Like, I remember three in general, it was a cartoon they had at the time. It was Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky. Because I think at the time, they were all three at the top of their sports and just showing dynamic and these superpowers. I just thought it was so excellent. And then when the WNBA started in 1996 I remember the Olympics was in Atlanta so I got to start to idolize female athletes you just didn't see them on television as much especially in that type of sport you know if it was track Flojo or anybody like that but Lisa Leslie Cheryl Swoops um you just think about it. Tina Thompson. These are all people I got to watch growing up, whether they were young and they were just killing it in the WNBA and just aspiring to reach those goals. You saw someone that looked like you, who were, they were playing professionally on American so- soil. You didn't have to go overseas, like watching Love and Basketball to go play back in the day. So those are just a couple. This is just a few.
1: Wow. You know, uh, fascinating. We're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back. And continue our conversation with Fallon Stokes and we're going to bring Prince P.J. Daniels on. It's your life. I'm James Cooley.
0: There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley.
7: Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold.
0: The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley.
1: Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And wow, I tell you, uh, we 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 started out, fouling and bringing it already. I told you grab a couple of bags of popcorn. You know, I want to give uh, our general manager a shout-out because we got two Georgians here. At least they went to uh, Georgia Tech. And I know he probably listening, Steve Borkoski, probably listening listening to this and uh hey uh this is how georgia bring it you know so uh if you want to call in and be part of this conversation one 344 again that's one 344
4: hey fallon you received your master's degree in sports administration can you tell us a little bit about this and how you feel it's important in your life today
3: um, honestly, that was a transition from undergrad. I didn't think I was ready to go to law school straight out of undergrad. So it was an opportunity the AD at the time at Georgia Tech, Dave Brain, okay. um, asked me if I, you know, wanted to work for his office. And I had, I was thinking about going into sports administration on the collegiate level. So it was an opportunity. I took it and I had a great experience. Uh, it gave me an opportunity just to be a student instead of a student athlete. So That was one of the reasons just to get my feet wet, get some exposure before I jumped into law school.
4: Okay. Hey, Fallon, we got a caller on the the line, Austin. Austin, are you there? Austin? Uh,
1: Okay.
4: Okay. Well, we had Austin, but. uh, Hopefully hopefully we get Austin back. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fallon. Uh, Austin, you there? Okay. Okay. Fallon, tell us about your podcast, Talk That Talk with Fallon Stokes. What is this podcast all about?
3: Um, Oh, it's about so many things. Um, Initially, it was just rolling with the climate and the times. You know, we were dealing with so much social justice, those issues, criminal justice reform, that we were just seeing an outcry of things going on, a halt to support COVID-19. So I wanted to start a platform just to start speaking my mind and having guests on there just to talk their talk as he, as he just want what say it for what it is. But as I, it's grown, it's just been a great platform. I've done some excellent interviews, had some great guests, um, just telling their journey and their story in the hopes of aspiring inspiring somebody else. Um, you never know what you might hear if they have the same pain as you, gone through the same journey, had the same hurdles. And I just think it's important for people to hear from other people who experience similar situations and how they, you know, overcome it or how they just really just succeed in life. So it's always trying to give a a positive message. The content, I'm really big on shouting out black businesses and, you know, really trying to uplift the black community, black um, economy, I think is very important in this climate. To try and pay it forward, especially for the people who may have done it for me, um, so it's just focused. I'm open to just having discussions and just having great content and give people exposure where they might not get it elsewhere. So that's that's really my game plan with the with the podcast and the show.
1: We got a caller on the phone. We got uh, a Lester Lester from Atlanta. How you doing, Lester?
6: Hello, uh, it's honored to be on your show, sir.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
6: I'm a big fan of, um, Stokes. I just want to ask her a couple of questions if if you, if I may. Yes. Yes. By all means. (laughs) Okay. She mentioned earlier about her, um, athletic heroes, but I didn't hear her, um, mention anything about her non-athletic heroes. (laughs) Other than her family members. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, you know, shed some light on that, please.
3: Oh, yeah, sure. That's a good question. Um, you know, I would say uh a couple of my high school teachers, um, one of one in particular, one of my high school two of my high school coaches, one uh my track coach, Coach Seals, he was awesome and, and just a, a big time mentor for me. And then also it was another football coach, Coach Edwards. There's always the coaches I ran track, but Coach Edwards, I didn't definitely play football. But he was a big time mentor for me. Um I would also say when I was at Georgia Tech, one of my academic advisors, Troy T., um, just big and trying to help me maneuver through college athletics and Georgia Tech academics, it was already hard. And Josh, um, that's a tough question. My godfather, he was one of the ones that influenced me to be an attorney. He's been a lawyer for over 40 years down in Tallahassee and as a black man having his own practice. He's always been in private practice, and I just always thought that was inspiring. I didn't know what type of law he did as a kid or what I'd be doing, but I just thought it was cool. And, um, you know, I just like how he was always about trying to help people and about his business. He had swag, he wore nice suits. I thought it was cool. So those are just some of my mentors or the people I looked up to that were non-athletic, which is great in the world of life and, and just in the business world, too.
6: Can I ask you a follow-up question, please, Ms. Stokes?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Okay. Um, since you're an attorney, have you had the honor of meeting, before he passed away, uh, Representative uh, John Lewis?
3: Oh, I did. That's a good question. Um, I did. His his office was actually in my office building. I worked for the Fulton County Public Defender's Office um, as a defense attorney. And, you know, one of the best men you would ever meet um, who walked this earth just so kind and generous and he never met a stranger so when you say the life of a politician he really led a true life of one of just serving the people and the people he served he served them well but um, I remember one time it was a cool I think I posted this picture on my IG page which is Future Stokey uh, and it's a picture when he passed away where he took us on a tour of his office he was busy all day had to go to multiple meetings and a friend, a coworker of mine, we just stopped him and was like, hey, can we just talk to you for a second? He's like, I have a meeting, I'll be back at eleven, but just come to my office. So at first we were like, yeah, he's probably playing us, and we he was right on time. We were we were late. And we get there, and he takes us on a full tour of his office, showing us all of these old photos, him marching with Dr. King, other great civil rights leaders. Um, and it was just inspiring. He he kept all of this stuff. And I thought it was amazing, too, even though his wife had passed away some time ago, he was still talking about his wife, like, you know, how she was his life partner and how special she was in the journey of allowing him to do the work he did. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he was he was amazing. He would be definitely on that list and growing up in Atlanta and just knowing so many different civil rights leaders in this um, city.
6: Oh, wow. Thank you very much for that. Um uh, since you still play basketball, is it possible that someone like myself can beat you one on one?
3: No, I would dunk on you. <laughs> <laughs> I would you know, let's, yeah, no. Um, I, I don't play as much as I used to. You know, I, I still work out, try and stay in some decent shape. But besides maybe putting up some shots and playing a game of horse, I don't really go one on one anymore on the court. But I hadn't lost it, so don't get it twisted. If I have to use it, I'll pull it out. <laughs> Talent never leaves. Never leave.
6: Thank you, Attorney Stokes, for your time.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Mister Lesser.
2: And, and Fowler This is Chuck. I'm going to ask. I'm going to stay with your basketball talk here. Uh, you're a broadcast analyst for Georgia Tech women's basketball in the ACC network. What's that like?
3: Oh man, that's like a dream come true. Because not only do I get to sit and be up close but before COVID happened, but you're like courtside seats watching the game of basketball and. It's at my alma mater, you know, the school I played for, and I'm watching the development of these women growing and, and getting better and the improvement. So it's been a joy. Um, it was something I wanted to do when I first got out, and at the time, I just didn't take it as seriously or wasn't as focused. And then later in life, six years ago, actually, I was like, I want to get back into broadcasting. It was like watching TV, seeing other people doing it, seeing... Some of my counterparts doing it and doing it well. So I was like, why not try it? And it's been one of the best things I could have ever done for myself. And just giving me a release. I know PJ is going to talk about meditation, you know, really soon, which I think is very important. But sometimes if it's just certain extracurricular activities or doing things that you love outside of your main job or main gig, you need to do it and I I love it it's like a kid in a candy shop it's fun and I've seen some amazing games some amazing talent on both sides women and men I've done a couple of men's games as well but you, you just get that exposure and then you just get to call a basketball game so it's awesome
1: you know, that was a great segue to bring in on uh, Prince PJ Daniels. Michelle, can you tell our listener audience about our
4: next guest? Yes. Prince Daniels Jr. is a former NFL running back turned practitioner of mindfulness and meditation, author and entrepreneur who lives by the mantra nothing is impossible possible unless you truly believe it is. His personal story is one of determination and a true to life testimony that any is possible. Daniel's football career began as a walk-on for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. His coach told him that he would never play college football, let alone make it to the NFL. He not only played, but he became a two-time all-conference tailback in the fourth-leading rusher in Georgia Tech history with 3,300 yards. He was selected as a two-time all-academic, all-ACC student-athlete, and in 2004 Daniels ran for a still-existing NCAA Bowl game record of 311 yards and four touchdowns at the Humanitarian Bowl. The NFL's Baltimore Ravens drafted Daniels in 2006, playing for three seasons until his career ended prematurely in 2009 due to injury. Using meditation as a tool for recovery from his depression and loss of identity, he found his calling of helping professional athletes find their vision and purpose in the game beyond the game, life. Daniels' new book, Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete, Mastering the Balance Between Power and Peace Helps Athletes Reach the Highest level of their game, from an athlete who realized his dreams of playing in the NFL and going on to live a thriving and purpose-driven life, Daniel's message is nothing short of inspirational. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Prince P.J. Daniels.
1: Welcome to the show, P.J. Uh, you know what? Hey, Prince, we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and really get off into Prince P.J. Daniels. You know, so, uh, hey, Get ready. He's going to bring it. It's Your Life from James Cooley.
0: There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley.
7: available on amazon and everywhere books are sold
0: streaming now on the answer san diego app and radio.com it's time to dream big think big and be big it's time for more it's your life here's your host james cooley
1: welcome back to it's your life i'm james cooley and i, I tell you Noah. uh before we get off into uh prince daniel what what you think so far
3: Well, I just have to say that Fallon is an inspiration because she's got so much going on from so many different avenues, and she stays energetic, and she stays excited about it. You're you're awesome, and to have you on the radio show here and to be able to share your message with everybody, it's spectacular
1: absolutely thank you <laughs> yeah hey for anybody want to join in on the conversation again that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy again that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy Prince Daniels how are you doing my friend man I'm amazing how are you doing? Man, you know what, man? I'm doing absolutely great, man, because it's always a pleasure to have you on because I learn something different every time that you're on, on the show with me. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about you and and, uh, and what you what you was uh, upbringing?
5: Yeah, so um, I, I, I claim a little bit of everything. I lived in Mississippi. I lived in Louisiana, um, Houston, Texas. Then I moved um, from there and I went to Atlanta, Georgia, then from Atlanta, Georgia to Baltimore, then from Baltimore back to Texas, then from Texas back to California. And that's where I am today. So, you know, I've been around here and there, but um uh, spent, you know, a significant amount of time growing up in Mississippi and Louisiana. And then uh, around my teen years, we moved to um, Houston, Texas. And, and man, I, I had a really, really good upbringing. You know, my, my parents they separated, but um, my mother she was super nurturing. Always gave me that love. We, we had a we had a big family. We always have big family reunions. And um, around the age of thirteen. You know I was starting to become a young man and and it was it was uh I was doing some mischievous things so <laughs> my 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 father convinced my mother to uh let me go and stay with him because he told my mom he said you know in order for a young man to uh become a man, they have to see a man and um and and that was really, and that was true because my my father he was a man, and my father was from Ghana Africa. And man, I mean, I went from having this American lifestyle to freedom to strict <laughs> discipline. And, you know, my, my man, the first day I got in the car uh, to sit with my dad, you know. He had the thick accent, so it was just like, you will eat, you will sleep, you will go to the zoo, you will studies, you, you will come home, and that's it. And
3: I was just like, what about sports?
5: I started crying. He said, are you crying? He said, I'll take you back home. I said, please. <laughs> he took me back home, and he, 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 um, he grabbed my bag and threw it on the ground and, and left. And my mom came home, she was like, What you doing here? I was just like, My dad dropped me back home <laughs> She's like, No. So he came back and picked me up that I think that next day and I cried for two weeks straight, but man, um, after I after I got over that hump, you know, it allowed for me to um to settle. And and my dad was the most incredible dad that you can ever have, man. I mean, you know, like I, I love him, and I'm super proud of, super proud to be his son, and I'm super proud to have a father like that. But um, from there, you know, I, I played high school football. I was highly recruited. Didn't do well on the ACT, SAT, um, and so all the big scholarship that I was offered, they were taken away. So um, luckily, the coach from Georgia Tech. It was his first year to come and recruit, and um, he came out. He, he, he came and spoke to me while I was at school. He watched one video clip on me. He was like, I need to meet the kid. Um, um, from that point, they didn't have any more scholarships at Georgia Tech, but they told me to, you know, go ahead and submit some applications for school. I didn't know what to do, but I had to figure it out. In about the span of a week, I submitted a letter. I got accepted to Georgia Tech, and the rest is history. Um, played on the football team, uh, and, you know, just – Worked my way through attrition and and just never gave up. That's the mentality that I had, and, and I went on to play with the Baltimore Ravens. Where I broke some records in the NCAA, and then I went on to play with the Baltimore Ravens. And um, it leads me to right now, where I, after retiring from the Ravens, I spent time at a monastery because I needed to get myself right. I had a self identity crisis and a depression you know, which led to many other things as well. But uh, I was very fortunate to go to the monastery because I had a chance to learn about who I am as a person. And now I'm helping others uh, um, avoid that pitfall and also uh, empower them um, from the body, the mind, and the spirit. PJ.
2: PJ. Uh, I was on the show when you were on uh, several months back and you were telling us about starting to get some traction on your book can you tell us about your book Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete Mastering the Balance Between Power and Peace
5: yes yes. Um, uh, I would say one of my masterpieces it took me six years to to write and uh, I, 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 I found inspiration from from, from a lot of other books that I would read when I was at the monastery. Uh, and and um, this book is teaching athletes, teaching high achievers. Because one thing that I want people to understand is it's not. this book is not just for athletes. This is for all athletes. You know, we're all athletes in this game of life. So we all jump over hurdles. You know, we all go through things. And so this book is it's easily digestible, it's easy for anyone to read, and they can apply the information in the book to allow for them to become the best version of themselves. I break the book down into um, uh, basically six simple chapters, and and but the main, the core part of the book is the body, the mind, the spirit, and the zone. So um, that book is, is about teaching everyone how to go within and, and, and become the best version of yourself and be ultimate in everything that you do.
2: Great. That's, that's fantastic. As I told you before, I'm looking forward to reading it and getting the signed copy. Uh, so but listen, uh, how has meditation influenced your life and um, how you teach with others?
5: Man, meditation has saved my life and um it, it saved my life when I was going through a, a, a very rough time in my life. I was in a dark place and meditation allowed for me to um find that guiding light and uh you know I'm I'm forever grateful. You know, so how do I teach people um or how do I I, I share the tool of meditation with people and um it's by um teaching people how to elevate their thoughts you know a lot of times we can be our 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 own worst critic we can beat up on ourselves when actually our situation doesn't even look as bad as we think it does but when you're in it it's hard to see you know things um from a distance and have a different vantage point so i help people um, elevate that vantage point because it's easier it's easier to to see things when you're 30,000 feet above ground looking at something that's gargantuous when you're on ground level. So um, I use that same concept when it comes to helping people elevate their, their, their thoughts and their, and their habits and their patterns so that way that they can see, see their problems and see them um, for just what they are, just very small problems. And whenever they get out of their own way, they have an opportunity to unlock their peak performance.
4: Mm-hmm. PJ, you have a podcast. What is the name of your podcast and why did you start it? And what's it all about?
5: So awesome. So I have two podcasts. So I have the Prince Daniels Junior Show and I have Game Beyond the, the Game Talk That Talk.
3: <laughs>
5: so and it and it was amazing because, you know, Solid and I we both went to Georgia Tech. We became really great friends at Georgia Tech. And uh, we had we we had not spoken in a long time, and she had this this uh, podcast show called Talk That Talk, and I came out with a podcast show called Game Beyond the Game Talk That Talk around the same time. So one thing I want to say: great minds do think alike, and let's go Georgia Tech, you know, let's go jacket. But uh, <laughs> so that that show uh, is Game Beyond the Game Talk That Talk. We had to pivot during, during the COVID-19 uh, time, and uh, I, I wanted to do something um, th- that also supports the mission of Game Beyond the Game company, which is creating an ecosystem and a safe haven for athletes uh, where, where we help them find their vision and their purpose after the game, and they create the mindset mm-hmm. to see that through. So Game Beyond the Game taught that talk is uh, what we learned how to do was – like adopt and, and 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 now basically we allow for athletes to become inspired by other athletes' stories. Fallon was on there. She came on there. She told her story and it inspired other young athletes that are looking to become um, a Fallon Stokes, you know, that are looking to become the Michael Jordan, that are looking to become a Barry Sanders or a PJ Daniels or 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 any other athlete that you have out there. And um, we do this through storytelling and, and, and uh, transition as well. So we make sure that we give them some anecdotes, some type of jewels and gems that they can take, a, that our listeners and audience can take away. And so um, I created the Prince Daniels Jr. show because I just wanted to be able to talk and, and, and speak from the heart and, and let people get a chance to learn uh, my personality and my thought process.
7: Well, that's
4: interesting. I mean, that two different podcasts. I like that very, um, very ambitious. PJ, what is your masterclass about? And if I were to take your masterclass, what would I get out of it?
5: Mm, my masterclass, my masterclass, unlocking your peak performance. Um it it's, it is everything that you can ever imagine. Um, as I said, I, I spent a significant amount of time at a monastery, so. Um, I get, I, I got dubbed the name half monk, half human being, and um, I teach you how to how to think like a monk, um, but I also teach you how to elevate your thought process because what I've understood is a lot of people want to get into the zone, and a lot of people have been being in the zone. Um, but what I teach you how to do is access the zone uh by unlocking your peak performance and getting like getting out of your own way. You know, um so the things that you will get out of it is a transformation. You will be transformed to be able to do the things that you envision yourself to do. Elevate your thoughts, open up your heart and live into the process because that's the key to unlocking your peak performance.
1: You know, PJ, uh, when you was on the show last time and uh, you was telling uh, the listening audience about uh, one of your darkest moments and and the master, uh, you called him up when you had ran out of options. Can can you uh, tell our uh, listening audience, you can go into it right now, but we'll finish up after the break, but can you start it?
5: Yeah, so, um, yeah, I man, I was in a very dark time and I created a three-day demise, a plan, three-day plan for my demise and while I was sitting there contemplating on when I'm going to do it, this is day three, I'm sitting at my table and I decided to call seven people and the first six people that I called were family, my mother, one of my teammates, one of my professors and I was just trying to figure out, you know, who was gonna tell me something that I wanted to hear but no one told me anything that I wanted to hear. That seventh person that I called was the head master monk at the uh, monastery. And, you know, he didn't tell me what I wanted to hear. But when I called, I told him all of my problems. I just laid it out. And I was just like, you and know, I, and I, and I'm going to kill myself. And there was a pause. And he was like, are you done? And he just minimized everything I just said. And for the first time, I felt myself exhale. And at that moment in time, he just told me to meditate, and he hung up the phone. And I was like, what? You have lost your mind. You know about? And, and, you know, at that point in time, I was so angry. I was just like, I'm about to go and do it. You know, he just pushed me over the edge. But he told me to meditate. And so um, I w- walked into my room, and I had to make a choice. Either I was going to go right or I was going to go left. And when I looked left, there was my meditation pillow with a nice little ray of sunshine beaming on it and and I look to the right I'm looking like I need to go and you know take that you know and hey, PJ
1: hold, hold that thought we, we want to finish that when we get back we got to take a station break I think we went over no one's no, going to get me a little bit but uh, <laughs> we're going to take a station break and we're going to come back and continue to talk with uh, Press PJ Daniels and Brain filing Stokes back on it's your life I'm James Cooley
0: of individuals and business owners for support without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year we ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation this year's goal is $50,000 your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community
7: Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold.
0: The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on SmartSpeakers and Radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley.
1: Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, I, I told you these two guests were going to bring you, so it's not too late to get in on the fun. Uh, you can uh, reach out and join the conversation at 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's one 344 1170 PJ, you was uh, I had to cut you off, but uh, can you finish uh your, your thoughts?
5: Yeah, man. So I, I go back to when I was in the room and I had to make a decision on if I was going to go left or if I was going to go right. I look to my left and there's my meditation pillow, you know. So I I hear you know meditate and then he hangs up and I'm 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 angry. I'm stirring up with anger. Like I just told you, I'm at the darkest point in my life. I'm at a vulnerable place. And you're gonna tell me to meditate? I'm like, what the hell is meditation gonna do for me, right? And okay. and that's the first that's the first thought process that you have. And so, as I said, I looked at my meditation pillow it had this little uh, ray of light on it. I'm like, man, what kind of man? Stop, stop playing! Like, oh, this is it cannot be true. It cannot be real, right? I'm thinking it's like a figment of my imagination. I'm hallucinating. But um and, and to my right is in, in my closet, uh you gotta walk to my bathroom to get to my closet and, and there I, I set up um uh basically, you know, my weapon to um horn myself. And um I had I loaded loaded, you know, my weapon and, and I was ready to go through with the process that I've been practicing for the past two days uh but i ended up going to the left and i said to myself i give i give you 1 hour and if nothing happens if I, if nothing happens then i'm not going to do it and during that 1 hour i sat there and i was struggling i was going through so much pain i was i was going through so much pain i started sweating Right. And 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 um, and it wasn't until at the very last minute of my meditation did uh, something happen. And when something happened, it was like um, it was like I, I, I entered this room and I for the first time I had a chance to hear myself. Right here, hear the words that I was saying to myself because a lot of things that I was saying to myself was, You failed, you let yourself down, you're not enough. I can't believe you didn't uh continue with, with, with your career. Like, how did you lose your job? You know, what's wrong with you? And so, these are all the things that I was telling myself, and I was beating up on myself. And um, that those last three minutes, man, I just surrendered and I let myself go. And when I did that, I just entered a, a, a space. Um, where it was so quiet, I could I could formulate. I can I can hear my thoughts, but I was also seeing and feeling the thoughts formulate before they actually process and and I just remember asking myself like what are you doing and at that moment in time I had a self-realization it was just like I'm about to horn myself and I was like oh man and then the timing went off and when the timing went off it just sucked me out of that space and you know tears just started coming down my face and, and that was my most vulnerable moment but at that moment in time I realized that I don't want to myself whatever that was I want to chase it for the rest of my life and that's how um, meditation you know saved me
1: from my dark space. Wow you know that's that's a great story and that's very inspirational so I'm gonna bring both of you all at the same time you know so uh if I'm gonna start with you Fallon if you guys are doing all these things very very successful and uh you know can you identify one word that describes you and that keeps you going and why?
3: Energy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the key to anything. I, you know, I, you speak to my family and friends. They're like, you always saying you're tired. And I think because I expend so much energy. Like, you know, I'm usually up around 6, six thirty in the morning, if not earlier. You know, I'm working out. Or it's just my mind right, since I'm on a routine because I think I, I want to get ahead of the game and get some stuff done. Um, but I, I, truly, I think it's my energy. Um, I'm really energetic, and I think that's just the key that just pushes me to keep striving and just to keep moving forward.
1: What about you, PJ?
5: Um, man, I, I definitely love to say energy, but I, I, I have to say love. Man, if, mm. if you know me, I love life. You know, I'm, I'm a happy person. People be looking at me like, why you so happy? I'm just like, I'm in love with life, man. Like, I'm in love with myself. You know, which allows me to have a lot of energy, and and you know that love conquers all, man. It just fixes everything, and and when when you really love yourself in the way that you're supposed to, in the way that somebody that loves you, like your your sibling, your your husband, your wife, your anyone that loves you, when you can, if you can love yourself in the same way that they love you, I mean, you start realizing how God created you. You know, He created you perfect. You know, but a, a lot of times we kind of shown that away. But, like, oh, you know, I'm not perfect. But how are you not perfect when the creator made you perfect? So, you know, when, when you begin to love that, you begin to love life and, 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 and you walk and, and you talk as if you are in love with the whole process of just being alive and being a human being.
4: Wow, that's 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 powerful um, question for both of you. Who was the biggest influence in your life? We'll start with Fallon.
3: Oh, man. Um, whew, that's a tough question. I had so many people. Um, but but honestly, I, I just got to group it together. It would be my parents. Um, and I know uh, Mr. Lester earlier was like outside of your family. But those two uh, just kept me grounded over the years. You know, being in a two-parent household, I think it's just so key if you, you're able to live in that type of lifestyle, not to say single parent lifestyles or households are any less. But it's just so powerful when you have two parents coming to different sides and each of them knowing their roles. But both of them and seeing my parents' journey, they both worked hard. Um, My my dad was a provider and always has been supporting his family. My mom, same way, just driven, independent woman. So both of them just gave me the confidence, you know, besides seeing Claire Huxley on TV as a kid. You know, you (laughs) to see a lot of females. So it was really an education. My mother was a teacher. She's retired now. And just some of her friends and coworkers and the people that she looked up to, it's like I got thrown in the mix. So I had to look up to them too. But I, honestly, the two people I think have been my big, biggest biggest imp- inspiration on my parents.
4: What about you, PJ?
5: Um, Man, I mean, it, it just can't be one person. It's you know, my mom, my dad, uh, my four uncles. Uh, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, just, I have a big family, so I'll just say my, all of my family, just everyone did their part. Uh, you know, it takes a village to raise a kid, and I was definitely a, a part of a village um, and just seeing my cousins, you know, they used to uh, b- uh, make me box with them when I was little to make sure that I'm tough whenever I get older, you know. So it was just just uh, my family played a huge part in, in supporting me. And then I took it from there, and, and everything that they taught me, you know, I made sure I applied it to, to become the best version of myself. And uh, th- that's, that's what my story shows when I was at Georgia Tech. You know, I was on my own, but, you know, it was not, no, no matter what, I always had that support. And I, I I pushed through adversity, and it allowed for me to, you know, do the things that I I was able to accomplish. So, you know, um, shout out to my family. Yeah, family.
2: Yeah, yeah. I got I hear you guys. That's those are awesome. Uh, I'm just wondering what keeps you then motivated for the next chapters of your life. How about you, Fowler?
1: You know, we're we, we going to have to, we're going to have to, uh, we we down to the last minute, so we have to ask them just like 30 seconds apiece. <laughs>
3: you know? Okay, cool. Um, you know, I would say now what drives me is just just to be motivated to see if I can accomplish goals um, and just being open to whatever's out there in the future, but just going for it. And I just think that's the biggest thing. It drives me just to keep going and striving just to see what I can, what goals I can be and what I can reach. So honestly, just being goal-driven.
1: You, okay. you, we're quickly, are you, PJ.
5: <laughs> yeah, um, I would just say life. One, and then two. Um, that 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 amazing uh, individual that's behind Fallon, uh, Kobe Bryant. You know, just seeing how short life can be, right? Um, you got to You got to seize those opportunities and live into it, and and be the best version and make an impact while you're here, because life is so short. And so, make the most uh, of, of the impact that you can make. And that's what keeps me inspired and keeps me driven
1: and going. Wow, you know what? We we down to the last minute of the show. This has been so inspiring. It's been so great. I want to thank uh, Fallon. I want to thank you, uh, Prince. You know, for taking the time to come on the show. You know, I want to thank my co-host uh, Michelle and uh, a, a show contributor Chuck Trinone. Most importantly, I want to thank our listening audience for taking time to tune in and follow us and and continue to get these great messages but we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message to our listening audience so I tell you great show tonight got another great show coming tomorrow and we got another one and I tell you uh, we probably get a little rest and hump day just passed so (laughs) hey thanks for tuning in thank you guys for being guests And uh, same time, same place tomorrow. It's your life. I'm James Cooley.